Hey everybody, so glad you're turning on today's podcast with a special guest. I'm so excited to talk to her about all things nutrition and her journey with nutrition and being a fitness instructor. We actually used to work together and she taught HIIT classes and I taught yoga classes and I just loved her care for all her students and all the members and her approach to nutrition. We actually sat down once at a coffee shop and I was getting advice from her because I just loved how she was going about it all. So she's a nutrition coach and a group fitness coach. She works with clients on improving their nutrition by building new habits around nutrition and lifestyle in order to make lifelong changes over a quick fix. I know we've all tried or heard of all the different quick fixes. So I'm excited for us to just gain knowledge from her and maybe you grab your notes because we're going to learn some juicy stuff today. All right, everyone. Welcome Anna Huey to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So glad you're here. So glad to be here. So I want to get right into it. We get to the point in this podcast. So we were working at High Low together Mm -hmm. and I told everyone already that we met at a coffee shop. You were telling me about helping me with my nutrition. And at that time, you were plant-based. Um, and you were feeling pretty good. And I know now, maybe, or you were like full, were you no meat no at meat. that time? Yeah, completely okay. plant-based, no dairy, no meat, no eggs, oh, nothing. Oh, wow. And then, mm-hmm. and then you switched over. Mm-hmm. Switched over <laughs> to the dark side. I don't know. Okay, so can you tell me about why you made those changes? And I'm curious how you felt at the start mm-hmm. and how you felt as you continued. Kind of just like a little bit of your background story. Like just go off a little. Yeah, sure. So um, I had decided to go plant-based. I had a lot of health issues, digestive issues, um, things that, you know, doctors always just kind of brushed off or said, you know, nothing's wrong. Um, And I knew 100% that obviously something was wrong. So Mm. I decided to kind of take things into my own hands. I had read the book Fiverr Fueled. It was over... Uh, quarantine. So I had plenty of time to kind of play around with it and see. So, you know, I decided why not? The worst thing that could happen is I eat plant-based for a month. Um, And at that time, it completely changed my life. I felt better. The bloating was gone. My digestion was better. I didn't feel sick every day. Um, So at that time, it, you know, it made me feel so good. My workouts felt great. I felt lighter. Um, I felt leaner. I felt stronger. All the things that you know, I wanted to kind of feel since I worked out so much. Like if I work out this much, why don't I feel good and feel good in my body? So it definitely at that time made me feel really good. And I did it for about two years. Um, and then I just kind of felt like it was becoming really restrictive and mm. not unhealthy, but maybe a little bit. I just like you wanted dairy, or and you were forcing yourself not yeah, to eat it. Not so much dairy, um, but meat, and you know, just like going out with friends, or mm-hmm. if I was going over to somebody's house or a family member's house, it's like I was always the person who was like, I can't eat this, mm-hmm. I can't eat that. Ooh, we can't go to that restaurant because it doesn't have anything that I can eat. Um, and I do have a history of having an eating disorder mm-hmm. when I was younger. Okay, so. I just kind of started to notice that some of those restrictive thoughts were coming back into play. So I really wanted to get back to a place with nutrition where I had no restrictions, Mm. except for things that actually make me sick, like dairy, 
I will never eat. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, but I didn't want to be that, you know, I wanted to be able to go out to eat and kind of eat whatever was on, on the menu or mm-hmm. go over to a friend's house and not worry and have this constant thought of like, should I just eat before I go? So I don't, mm-hmm. and it was and like added stress. Yeah. So more added stress. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of get away from that. So I tested it out. I started slowly adding in, uh, meat products and seafood and, I feel great now as well. I feel stronger. I feel healthier than I've ever been in my life. Um, so again, it can, you know, nutrition can ebb and flow at the time when Mm -hmm. I was at plant-based, I felt great. I never felt better at that point. Now, you know, now four or five years later, my life has changed and I just need something different. So Mm -hmm. it's just always remembering that what worked at one point may not work for you forever. And that's okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. What were like back when you knew you were, you were going to the doctors and you knew you needed a change. Mm -hmm. What were your symptoms? Like, how were you feeling? Uh, so I just like, anytime I ate, I got not actually sick, but I felt sick all the time. I was nauseous all the time. Um, yeah, I was constipated all the time. Like constipated (laughs) and bloating. That was my history. Yep. Yeah. Um, food intolerances, like certain foods I could not eat without getting a reaction. Um, like skin reaction or mine was more energy. Um, the, the like bloating nausea. Um, so all very digestive. Never had skin issues. So, I'm so why do you think when you went plant-based, it all went away? I think it was maybe just like a reset, like mm. my body did. And, you know, at that time too, I did the plant-based thing. So I did cut out a lot of processed foods. Oh, okay. I cut out That's a, huge. Yeah, that was huge. Um, I also look back on it now as well. And it was during, um, it was during COVID. It was during quarantine. And so my, you know, I didn't have a job at that time, which was obviously stressful, but I had so much time to focus on relaxing. I was sleeping a lot. I was drinking all my water. Um, so, you know, now that I look back on it, it was probably also a lot of lifestyle stuff, mm-hmm. not just the nutrition. It was the, mm-hmm. my whole life, you know, I was able to kind of sit and calm myself down instead of being so go, go, go stressed out. My body was just like in stress mode all the time. So let's talk to people about that, that stress mode all the time. And then your approach kind of. What's your advice to people? Because I would say majority <laughs> of us are hello, the yes. go, 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 rush, grab granola bar. Like, what is the true impact? Like, I feel like sometimes we don't realize the true importance of calming down. Yeah, stress is a huge factor when it comes to our health, overall health, um, nutrition. You know, if you have goals with nutrition, stress is going to be that biggest thing. And it's so hard in our society because we've been taught to literally just go, go, go all the time. Um, and then you burn out. And then you burn out, yeah. And so if we're not allowing ourselves time to sit and calm down, you know, we're running off cortisol, which, you know, if we're talking nutrition, if we're running off cortisol, our cravings are going to be a lot higher, so it's going to be harder in general to, mm-hmm. you know, eat the things that we want to eat. Uh, sleep is so important. If we're not getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night, like good, actual, restful sleep, uh, you're just not setting yourself up for success. You know, you're going to, you're going to get to that burnout phase. You're not going to be as productive in your job or your workouts or, um, anything like that. And going off that too, you know, our workouts, working out is so important and it's so great. But if you feel like you have to work out at a high intensity, seven days of the week, you're actually most likely doing your body more harm than good. Yes. Um, 100%. So with your clients, as far as like sleep, Mm -hmm. goes do you start with sleep and stress 
It's yeah. Before we, you even go to food. We talk about it every single week with all my clients. So I usually start my clients, you know, week one, most of them tell me that they're not sleeping enough and they're overly stressed out. So, you know, we're going to talk about that. We'll also start some nutrition things, but, um, yeah, I highly encourage my clients to kind of one, find ways that are going to help them de-stress, whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I feel like a lot of people tell me like, Oh, I go to the gym to de-stress, which yes, it can reduce anxiety, but is that now causing your body more body stress? stress? Yeah. That causes the body stress. Yeah. So how do you start with people to de-stress? De-stress? Um, yeah, so it's it's so individualized mm-hmm. and it does take people a really long time, but I kind of try to just ask them like something that they enjoy doing that lets their brain kind of shut off. Yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, I'll give them some suggestions if they have no idea, but, you know, going for walks are great. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting with a partner and just talking yeah, without distractions can be great. Um, reading, mm-hmm. reading can be really great. Even like watching Netflix, like watching a TV on what show, you know, or a Netflix show. I know. There's so many people that are like against movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Cause it's like, well, you could be reading a self-help book. I'm like, no, my brain will relax and I'll be laughing. And I truly, it shuts me off from work. Exactly. To get into a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need. So it's like, it's really just kind of working with my clients, asking them the hard questions. Cause you know, a lot of times people don't even want to think about those kind of things. It's like, no, like, I just feel like I need to keep going. And it's like, no, let's find something, mm-hmm. something that works for you. Yeah. Is it a podcast? Is it meditating? You know, meditating's not for everybody. Yeah. Is it, um, yeah, it can be so different for everybody, That's but awesome. yeah. So, okay. You mentioned the doing the seven workouts a week, mm-hmm. which is really a huge thing. And I know I've been there where I have to go to the gym mm-hmm. five or six days a week one, because I would feel like, oh, it's like a mental break. Like I would say yep. that too, <laughs> but it was that intensity of exercise. I felt like I had to do it. Can you talk to us a little bit about that or why do we feel like we have to do that? Because we think that's what gets our body where we want to be mm-hmm. or something when really there's like a million other things that could help you there. Yeah. Um, so I, in my opinion, I just feel like society and social media mm-hmm. and you know, you see all these people on Instagram looking a certain way and like they're, they're saying that they're doing this kind of workout one, they could be totally doing something different. Um, or, you know, you've had a trainer tell you that you need to be working out at this intensity, this many days a week, you know, maybe it works for them, but maybe it doesn't work for you. But I just, yeah, I feel like it's been such a society thing that has Mm -hmm. told us that that's what we need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you're not working hard or you're not sweating or you're not feeling like you're going to die, like, did you actually work out? Yes. And that's not at all the case. And so I also try to, you know, with my clients, encourage them to find one, find a workout routine that they can do sustainably for more Mm. than a year. Mm. You know, if you can only do this for six weeks, is it really worth it? It's not a lifestyle. Not a lifestyle. So finding a routine um, that you can do sustainably that makes you feel good if you're leaving your workout and you feel like you can't move the rest of the day, that's not good for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just trying, yeah, you want a workout where you leave it and you have energy for the next eight mm-hmm. hours or whatever it's going to be. Uh, if you have to lay on the couch for three hours after your workout, it's too much on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's stressful. 
it's very, yeah, that's just another form of stress. And as far in that subject, I have a testimony of when I worked with a nutritionist for a long time and she was like, you're all yang, you're all go, 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 you're exercising on the move so much. And so we worked on kind of bringing in that yin of that calm state, you know, the yin and yang, the balance. Mm -hmm. And I would, when it was a sunny day in Charleston, instead of signing up for the intense workout class, I'd put on my favorite podcast and go walk the beach. I would be in the sun and it's so interesting that my body almost kind of would relax from having a more balanced routine of exercise and I felt like I was just less inflamed almost because my body would legit relax. Yep. Yeah. That's the stress response. Yeah, so would you say if someone's like, okay, like I want to do that, but we have our type A people of what should my schedule be? <laughs> would you recommend like four classes a week or or what do you say to that person yeah yeah so type a i'm very much not type a but i have a lot of clients <laughs> who are so i totally get it uh you know if you need a schedule then schedule it out you know maybe it's monday wednesday friday you hit a hard class in the gym and then you schedule tuesday thursday saturday you are just gonna choose something to relax you know whether that's a beach walk a bike ride swimming, you know, something that's a little bit less mm. stressful. Uh, you can, you can still schedule it in yes. and have it be have good. that appoint. And then you kind of have that appointment for yourself where you're holding yourself accountable to do self care for you, yes. but you can kind of fill in the blank of what, what's best, what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how you would say like three intense, three relaxes, three to four. I always uh, recommend three to four. Depends on the person. Yeah. It kind of depends on the person. Depends on the week. You know, some weeks we're going to feel better than other weeks. So, mm -hmm. uh, three to four, I think is enough for most people. Yeah. You know, if you are not training to go to the Olympics or <laughs> do a CrossFit Which competition, some of us do. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. Yeah. No, if you have a competition or you're training for something, you know, maybe we need to up that. Yeah. But you know, for the general population to stay strong, to stay healthy, yes. three to four is plenty. That's awesome. Okay, so you're not only a nutrition coach, but you're a fitness coach. So what what's what do you teach? Yeah, so I teach uh, high intensity classes over at Core Four. Uh, there's you know it's super fun. I love the energy of group classes. Yes. Uh, so you know obviously I love the high intensity, mm -hmm. and I think it can be super helpful and beneficial for all of us. Um, but yeah, I see a lot of my clients come from there, um, and a lot of things I'm learning through starting nutrition coaching and working in the fitness industry and just kind of like what we've been taught for so long. Mm -hmm. Again, kind of going back to the society thing, like yeah. what has society told us we need to do? Um, so it's been very interesting to kind of see, to see that. What do you see? Cause you see people that probably do work out six times a week. Like I feel like when you work at a fitness studio, <laughs> you, you have the people that are obsessed with it, mm -hmm. but what are you seeing nutrition wise? Like are people eating enough food? The ones you talk to at least like you don't know everyone's, routine but mm -hmm. is there enough is, are we choose what are we doing like I feel like I could relate to someone that's just like what am I doing wrong I think I'm eating healthy but maybe I'm not yeah or I don't and I know the changes could go into sleep and stuff but do you get what I'm asking I'm, yep totally get what you're asking yeah so I feel like so many people we've just never been taught nutrition yes in schools they don't teach nutrition you know it's just never as a child like how many of us we're actually taught, you know, what to eat properly. Um, 
And so, you know, people get into fitness and into the workouts and all this kind of stuff, but they don't have any idea on how to fuel their body. So, um, and also back to the social media, it's like people are what I eat in in a day, which don't get me started on those. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. And so if somebody sees what somebody else is eating and they're like, well, I need to eat exactly that. But it's because they don't know what to eat. They don't know so what to eat. So it's inspiring to be like, oh, well, this person eats this yogurt, so mm-hmm. I'm going to eat that. Because I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it comes from a place of you're like, it's the search. Like, we're looking for answers, mm-hmm. but we don't know the answers. They don't know. Yeah. Don't know the answers. Don't know where to go. Um, but most of the time I see people, they're not eating enough consistently. Um, which consistently. is kind of. Consistently. Yeah. So that's kind of my new, that? my new take on not eating, you know, you always hear like, I'm not eating enough. I'm not eating enough. Um, but you know, if your body's not changing, you, you are eating enough, but is it consistently? So, you know, Mm. let's say you wake up in the morning, you decide to not eat anything. And then you go and you take this super intense class and then you don't eat for another four hours and then it's noon and you're starving. And so then you just like, you know, you eat lunch and you're still hungry. And so then you eat another lunch and then, you know, then you're still hungry and then you eat whatever. And so it's how can we eat more consistently throughout the day, more consistently throughout the week, the weekends, um, to fuel your body properly so you actually feel well and you don't end up with those like going to the fridge and eating everything in sight. And food is fuel. Mm-hmm. Like your food is your energy. Yes. You know? So yes. when you're feeling that fatigue and stuff, it can relate to what did you eat mm-hmm. and when. Yep. What you ate, when you ate it, um, how much you ate. And things like that. So I really am pushing to try to get people in the, the fitness world and things like that to start using nutrition more for fueling workouts. So like, let's actually, let's take food and eat it so that we can perform really well in our workouts. Um, and that can have a cause and effect of, you know, you could lose weight that way. But if we can stop focusing so much on I just want to lose 10 pounds. That's the only motivator that I have Mm. for eating healthy. Like, is that really going to be sustainable? Let's say, you know, your goal is to lose 10 pounds. You start eating differently. You're eating healthier and you don't lose that weight. Do you really think you're going to stick with it? Mm -hmm. Or are you just going to give up? You need a vision. It's Mm -hmm. like, I heard someone say one, something like an identity shift is like, you have to see who you want to be. What are you doing? Are you having fun, Mm -hmm. hiking? Like have a full identity switch because if you're still relating to your old identity of on the couch eating this, this, and that, then when you make this little change, you're going to fall back to that old identity than rather like this lifestyle change of who you are. Yes. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, you need to just change the whole mindset, the whole identity, uh, the goals yes, like let's just goals. yeah let's get to those goals that are more like performance or energy yeah. or sleep you know like oh my goodness I've had so many clients they're like I have never slept so well in my life and I'm like that's what <laughs> oh, we want yeah awesome. that's what we want to get to you know yes. I want you to be able to run quicker on the treadmill or mm-hmm. lift heavier than you've ever lifted in your life like that's the kind of stuff that lights me up and also I can tell lights my clients up yes um, that's awesome yeah okay so let's help people You're saying you want to help people have their food as fuel for Mm -hmm. their workouts or even just their day. Mm -hmm. How do you go about that? If you could, if there is a simple approach, is there one or there's not? Uh, You know, there it's, it's simple, but then it's not because anytime you talk about nutrition, it is very individualized. What works for me won't work for you, won't work for the next person. Um, But it's trying to find, you know, 
again, the eating consistently. So like, let's start eating earlier in the morning or like, you know, if you're going to go work out, let's find something that you can eat before your workout to help, you know, can you give us an example? Yeah. So before workouts, I always, you know, carbs is your number one. It's your best friend. So it doesn't have to mean you eat an entire bowl of oatmeal. You know, that's not going to sit well on everybody's stomach, but if you can just eat half a banana Mm -hmm. or if you can eat some dried fruit or some applesauce or dates, uh, that's going to, you know, if you just tried that one or two times, you know, what's the worst one or two times, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if you you could feel more energy after, so people need to be aware if you're going to have two dates or Mm -hmm. however many you would recommend, then work out. How do you feel? Exactly. Yeah. So noticing, yeah, compare how you feel after and during your workout. Were you able Mm. to make it through the entire hour long workout? without feeling completely depleted mm. whereas before maybe you 40 minutes in didn't know if you could keep making it that's been me mm-hmm. in, in hot yoga classes yep I'll be so on fire to start but at the 40 minute mark I'm exhausted and have to take child's pose exactly you crash and burn because you just have nothing your body has nothing to run off of so mm. if you can just give it that little boost um then your workouts will start to be better you'll get more out of them mm. um And then, yeah, afterwards, you should hopefully be able to feel better as well. So I really love this consistent track that we're on because I think that's so good for people Mm -hmm. because I feel like we're really, we're not consistent. Like maybe I skip breakfast this day and then I eat a giant dinner this day and Mm -hmm. it's kind of so sporadic. Our bodies maybe aren't in a rhythm. Yep. If we were having a consistent day, I want to start with I just rolled out of bed. Is breakfast important? I personally believe that breakfast is important okay um, what's breakfast so you want <laughs> i like to breakfast. get to the point like <laughs> yeah. what's a good breakfast good breakfast uh, uh i know it's I, a little different yeah. but i'm just kind of going overall yeah and overall you know so i always try to encourage people to eat a high protein breakfast okay yep so um now you know if you're going to take an early morning workout class like i said carbs add that eat, banana yep, in eat that before you whatever but Starting your day out high protein, you know, protein is the most important macro for us to hit. So if you're talking macros, if you can hit your protein every day, like that's really, that's important. Um, If you're wanting to get stronger. Protein every meal? Yes. I'd say protein every single meal. Because most of us, it's hard to hit protein anyway. So if you're not including it in every meal, it's going to be harder. Would you say a good overall, everyone's so different, Mm -hmm. but 20 grams? Of protein per meal? Yeah, minimum 20. Minimum Minimum 20. 20. So like if I was looking at my yogurt and it said 26 grams of protein and it didn't have a ton of sugar, like a good one, you'd say that's good. That's good. Yeah. 20 grams. 20 grams minimum. How much is 20 grams of chicken? If if everyone was looking at their hand, would it be like a full chicken breast? Um, I have no idea. Yeah, it'd probably be about, you know, like a, a palm. A palm's... Palm, uh, yeah, no so fingers, like, yeah, just, just your palm. Okay, yep. guys, I'm looking at my hand. Circle your palm. That's our protein. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's about a serving of protein for each person. So like my palm is relevant to my body size. Mm, yours is to you. I love so, that. So yeah, so that's a way without having to like track food. You can yeah. kind of say like, all right, I hit five portions of protein for me mm. that day. So, you know, men have bigger hands. They need to eat more than us. So their yeah. protein size, yeah. So that's a way that's you can... That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so we have a good breakfast that includes protein in it. Could yeah. that be a protein powder, mm-hmm. a Greek yogurt? Yeah, so a few options. You know, you could do a protein smoothie. Super easy on the go. You could do um, oatmeal, add Greek yogurt to it, or add protein powder. Uh, you could do 
eggs. You could do a mm. tofu scramble. Okay. You could do, um, you know, you don't even have to eat breakfast food. If you wanted to have I, chicken and a salad. I do that. Yeah. I, would, I literally do that. Yep. So funny. Yeah. Or dinner from the night before. You know, yeah, you could do that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are a few like easy, easy options. Easy ones. Um, yeah. Okay. So then maybe someone has an intense workout. Mm-hmm. After the workout, fuel. Yes. Protein. Protein. Prote- <laughs> protein and carbs. So, and carbs. Yeah. So if you're okay. doing a workout. So you're smoothie. Mm-hmm. Could you do half smoothie before, half after? Or you're like, girl, that's not enough to eat. Depends on how big it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've had people do that. Or, you know, you could do half your smoothie before, half of it after, and then add in some more, you know, then do, toast. yeah, do toast and an egg mm-hmm. with your other half of your smoothie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, so that's a nice consistency. Are we at lunch? Yeah. So now so we're lunch. at lunch. Mm-hmm. What do you recommend? So recommend, you know, you still, you want to keep meals as balanced as you can. So, um, you know, thinking of protein, a carb and a fat, um, those are your three, you'd say every meal. Yeah. Every meal to try to just, and the, the importance around that is, it's going to help you feel satisfied. Um, so you're going to hit all the, all the important macros that we kind of want. Uh, it keeps your blood sugar a little bit more controlled Mm. because you know, uh, carbs burn down faster than fats. So by adding the fats, you can slow down the digestion process. So that's kind of the big thing around that. Um, yeah. And then you just kind of know that you're getting all the nutrients that you need. So you don't have to count calories. You don't have to count macros, but your body still needs all three. Mm-hmm. So if you know that you're getting them in at every meal, most likely you're in. getting enough of it in instead of totally cutting one out mm, um, at the meal. Yeah. So, you know, a few options there. You know, you could make a big salad and add chicken and avocado and some quinoa. You know, mm, then you, quinoa for genius. the carbs, avocado, and then chicken for the protein. How do you go about, do you measure carbs? Do you have a palm thing for carbs? Because I feel like sometimes it's hard. It's like Mm -hmm. I'm building my plate, but like over half my plate's rice. Mm -hmm. Because we just don't know. You don't know. How do we build a plate? Yeah. Yeah, so I always, you know, you want a half of your plate to be vegetables, fruits, you know, fiber-rich foods. Mm. Um, And then, you know, like if you're looking at a full plate. So like half of it would be that. And then a fourth of it could be carbs and a fourth of it could be protein. And then add some fat there. Add just a little fat. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to do hand portions, your cupped handful. So if you made it into a cup, that would be about one serving. You know, some of us need two to three servings of carbs, though. Depending so, on exercise mm-hmm. and all and your lifestyle. Your lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. So, but that's how you can kind of tell. Like, if you don't want to measure anything, you can just kind of eyeball it. Like, all right, a cupped handful. All right, I got about one serving of carbs. Yes. So that's something that you can do. I love the plate thing because when I saw nutritionists, that really helped me was when I legit just, I get my plate out and you look at your plate. I'm like, do I have half of my plate vegetables and greens mm-hmm. and fibers? And then I have some carbs and protein. Yeah. It's helpful. So that's a really easy way um, if you do it that way. Now for me, you know, I just put everything in a bowl. So it's hard you to like tell. You like the bowl. <laughs> like, yeah. I like the bowl. I like bowls too. That's <laughs> yeah. true. We'll, we'll, we'll level up to the bowl lifestyle. Yes, start with <laughs> start a plate. With a plate. You can go to the bowl eventually. Because once you, it does get easier. Once you get, start doing it, you know how much you're putting on your plate. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, if you've never done it before, it's kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it can be really good to kind of like see. portion things out, see what it is. You know, if you do choose to track your food, it doesn't mean you have to track your food forever. It can mm-hmm. be a good way to kind of see like, all right, you know, this is how much, you know, I, this is how much food makes me feel good Mm -hmm. instead of 
just totally guessing. Yeah, for sure. Doesn't work for everybody. So we're going through the day. We had lunch. And then to stay consistent, is there a snack later? So snacks, uh, I think snacks are absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. I love snacks. Again, not going to be for everybody. But if you have snack options available to you, so you get to, you know, you say you eat lunch at 12, you're not going to eat dinner until 7. And you end up hungry. Yeah, that's a long time. It's a long time. So we should, you know, you want to honor that. You want to honor being hungry Mm -hmm. um, and eat something. And, you know, if you want something sugary, maybe we find a way to make it more nutritious. So, you know, you want a cookie. Let's do this. You know, this is the whole ad don't restrict mindset. Okay. You want a cookie. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Let's just eat the cookie, but let's also make it into a meal so you don't overeat that cookie. Mm. So instead of eating 12 Oreos, maybe you eat one Oreo. Okay. So with a meal. With Yeah. So you could take some Greek yogurt. So now you've got protein and fat. You add some fruit. So now you got fiber and carbs. And then you add the cookie on top of it. Mm. Now you have created what you, your body was craving. You honored that craving. You ate it. But you made it into a meal that's going to keep you full for the next four hours. Instead of eating an entire sleeve of Oreos. Wow, that's so good. Yeah. Because you're hungry. So Mm -hmm. you're going for the more and more Oreos because you're hungry. Because you're hungry. And an Oreo is just going to, it's not going to satisfy it. Yeah. It's just, there's, yeah, it's, you're just going to keep being hungry. So what, do you have any experience or for yourself or even advice for cravings? For cravings? Yeah. uh, Cravings are hard and. I think you can honor them in a way kind of like I just said. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't want to restrict, restrict, restrict forever because then you will end up eating it anyway. Yep. And then going crazy. And then going crazy (laughs) on it. So how can we, again, how can we take whatever you're craving and turn it into something that will actually keep you full and satisfied um, for a long period of time? And I know a lot of us are addicted to sugar which is a thing, but you know, if you can... Because it's in so much and we don't realize yeah, it's, that it's in it's so all much. the processed stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're craving it because you're eating it and you don't realize. Exactly, yeah. And we're tired. And when our bodies are tired, it wants instant energy, yes. which is sugar. Your body can break down oh. sugar almost instantly. Now you have energy. So oh. I'd say if you do have a lot of sugar cravings, start to be more aware of how much sleep you're getting. Oh, that's genius. Mm-hmm. So speaking of when we're tired we eat random stuff. So what's your approach to meal prepping or yeah, we're go, go, go. But it's like some of us, we are jobs like that. They have children at home. They need food they can eat that's nutritious. How do you go about that? Because if you have your snack of meatballs or something with you, you'll Mm -hmm. eat it. Mm -hmm. But it's a matter of having it. Yeah. So that's something I come along a lot with my clients is, it's being prepared. I mean, the mm. more prepared you are, the more successful you're going to be 100%. with nutrition. So whether that's you take an hour or two on a Sunday and you prep all your meals or you prep portions of your meal, you know, you prep veggies, you prep carbs, you prep chicken. So then it's there. And then you make sure that you have snack options, whether it's, you know, protein bars or jerky or Greek yogurt or just fresh fruit in the house. The, like you said, if it's there, the chances of you eating it are going to be a lot higher now, if you're go, 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 and let's say it's a Saturday and you're out and about running around like crazy, it's better, in my opinion, to just go and find something 
you can eat than to just not eat at all. Mm. So a lot of times I'll see that people are like, I'm go, go, go all day Saturday. I, and like there was no healthy options for me to eat for lunch. So I just didn't eat at all. And then I came home and just ate everything in my house. Mm. I'd rather you go to a grocery store or even a fast food plate, like something, eat something. Yes. So then again, you can consistently And just eat. choose a healthier option. Like you could yep. go to Chipotle and try your best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can go to Verde. You could yeah. go to... Like I said, the grocery store and grab a wrap. Yeah, like there it is are... crazy how you can run into a grocery store and mm-hmm. get something healthy. Yeah. So, but again, yeah, preparing yourself for the week is going to be your best bet. All right, Anna. And I also would love to hear your top three tips for someone just starting out. Yeah. So if you're just starting out with nutrition, number one, I would say to try to increase your fiber intake. So that's fruits and vegetables. So if you're starting, you're building a meal, always think about how many, can I add one to three different fruits or vegetables into like this plate. zucchini. Yeah, zucchini, spinach, squash, mushrooms, peppers, and you know, anything that kind of like comes from the ground. Yeah, and then fruit-wise, strawberries, blueberries, yeah. just fruit. Any, Any type fruit. of fruit. Yeah. Any fruit. Yeah, okay. so always kind of start building a meal with that. Uh, prioritizing your protein. So I had already said that before, yeah. but making oh. sure every meal has protein. It's going to make you feel fuller for a little bit longer. Um, and then lastly, my biggest tip would just to be finding something that works for you. Mm. So I know people just want a straight answer, but that is going to be so different for everybody. Mm. So like the consistency thing, just finding something that you can do day in and day out that's going to make you feel the best um, and just fuel your body. And start somewhere and you can grow from that place. You don't have to do it all and Mm -hmm. change it all at the beginning. Yeah, with that, I would, you know, change one thing at a time. Mm. So maybe it's you change breakfast for your first week. Yeah. Or add it in. Then the next week you add in, you go and you focus on lunch. But if you just change one thing at a time and allow yourself six months to see change instead of four weeks. Yeah. A lot can change over a lot longer that's period so of time. true and what we talked about as far as your one about learning for you it really is an experience an experiment for your own body like eating something how does my body feel mm-hmm. because what works for someone of eating that protein or not eating that blah 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 may not work for me because for me I tried to go vegan mm-hmm. I tried to not even eat fish and I personally was eating a ton and felt weak yeah. I remember feeling weak and I my body was craving a piece of salmon I ate and I felt like a new person I had energy yeah but if I was on Instagram and listening to everyone else's what they're doing in their life if I kept doing that I would have never found out what makes Julia feel good exactly yeah you know? yeah and sometimes just writing that down yes every day writing down how you felt that day and then seeing like what did I eat today that maybe made me feel great mm-hmm. or made me feel awful Yeah, and a great place to start, too, if you're like, I can't write it in my journal, it's at my house, is the notes of your phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we always have our phones on us. So just add in your notes, your energy, and maybe what you were eating that Mm -hmm. could influence it. Exactly. Okay, I have three questions for you. I could say rapid fire, but if they go longer, that's totally cool. Okay. Okay, first one. What advice do you have to your younger self? Advice to my younger self is to stop comparing myself to, to somebody else. Mm. Um, I did that for so long. And also comparing myself to my previous self. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of my disordered eating came from that. Comparing yourself to yourself. Yeah. Comparing myself to when I was 15. Oh. Or when I was 21. Or now. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about that. Just 
we're not 15 anymore. We're not, we're not yes. supposed to look like that. No, our bodies are meant to change and evolve and grow. And if we're always chasing what we looked like five years ago, one, you're never going to be happy. And something I just posted on my Instagram recently is like, I was looking at a picture of myself and I saw this picture of myself and I was like, wow, you looked great and you were so happy. But I remember vividly that day I felt horrible about my body mm. because I thought I should look a different way. So it's like, mm. are we ever going to truly be happy if we're always chasing this idea of what we used to look like? Yes. It's like we need to find ways to love, love. our bodies as they are. And it's not always easy. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's hard. Um, but just remembering that our body isn't meant to just be looked at. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Okay. How do you define success? Yes. Yeah, so success, uh, in my opinion, is finding whatever it is that just truly lights you up. Uh, so whether that's a job that brings you so much joy that every day you wake up on fire or it's you find a community that brings you joy. Um, it's just finding a way to enjoy life. Yes. I mean, we're only here for so long. It's yeah, like, that's success. that's success to me is just, you know, creating a life for yourself that you just are truly happy with. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I have chills. That was so cute. That's so good. <laughs> okay. Third, what do you wish in the nutrition slash fitness world people knew or even were more aware of? Or like, since you live in it, like what, what do you want for people that you're just like, ah, get this, like, yeah. understand this. Understand this. I feel like I've said it so many times, but it's just something I'm so passionate about is that fitness and nutrition should be enjoyed. It shouldn't be this like torture or this like, oh, I have to do this or like, I can't eat that. I just, I want people to bring joy back into nutrition and fitness. Mm. Like think about when we were kids and you played a sport. Like the sport was fun because we enjoyed doing it. And then we ate food because we enjoyed the food. Like if we can get back to that, yes, I feel like we would see so much more success. And if your goal is to lose weight, that's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Like it shouldn't be demonized, but if we can bring joy back into it, to your chances process. of getting there are way higher. Yeah. I love it. And Anna, tell us how people can reach you. Tell us, like, are you doing one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching? Mm -hmm. Do you do group programs? What's up with Anna? Yeah. So I currently offer one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching. Um, I'm also working on creating some like group coaching options. So that'll be something that will be happening soon, which yes. is exciting. Um, but yeah, I definitely do one-on-one -on -one coaching, 12 week coaching. Okay. We meet every week, spend, you know, 15 to 30 minutes talking, coming up with plans, working through all the things that we just talked about together yes. and having an individualized plan um, of action. So you can find me. I'm on Instagram, Fuel with Anna. Yeah, so you can connect with me there. Best to DM you there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can DM me um, or I have a link in my bio where you can sign up for or like apply for nutrition coaching and then I can reach out and do like a 30-minute free conversation just to make sure, you know, Perfect. We're, so go to Instagram. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone. Well, I'm going to put her Instagram uh, as a link in the show notes. So you can just click on it and get right there. And Anna, thank you so much. I love today's episode. And I feel like it gave people so much knowledge and insights. And I love your mindset approach too. Because all these little things, it's like a little, mm -hmm. it's like a light switch. Just a little mindset switch or a little awareness to this and that. And people listening. I 
I feel like it was two or three years ago, saw a nutritionist. I was kind of like Anna with the stomach problems and just needed to. I cannot tell you enough how much I recommend messaging Anna, message a nutritionist and get the help that you need because your health is everything. Matthew McConaughey said the other day, if you have your health, the whole world is at your feet. You have everything. You can do whatever you want. But if you don't, there's only one thing you need, which is to be healthy. So if you're feeling off or you're bloated and your stomach hurts, like that's not normal. There are answers out there. There's people that are passionate and want to help you. And if you just want energy, want to feel like your best self and you're going to these workouts classes and you're not feeling that way, if you have the financial resources or can save it is one of my number one suggestions is see a nutritionist because they've studied this. They know what they're talking about. They've dealt with tons of clients and they can help you so much. Even if you just call Anna and have a first one-on-one session, just kind of see what it's about. Be like, you know what? I'm just going to go for this and see what she has to say and maybe commit to five sessions or something. And it can actually change your life. That is where my energy changed. My approach to my everyday life changed. Changed, my balance changed. So I'm really passionate about nutritionists. So I love when someone is a nutritionist because fit it's not just fitness. It's all connected. And your food, like you are what you eat and what you consume can give you life or death, literally. So call Anna, LinkedIn bio. Thank you, Anna. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>